This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. There will be spoilers in this episode specifically from the world Sarah J. Mass has created, as well as topics mentioning sex work, physical violence, and substance abuse. And welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we are discussing A Crown of Gilded Bones by Jennifer L. Armentrout. And I really found this book to be completely refreshing. I, I loved it. I mean, in true form, I just finished this book. Like True form, true form. <laughs> true form. Um, 10 minutes before we started recording and I just, I couldn't even wait. I just started sending Laura my reaction videos. I liked it. I, my, I was, oh, I was so happy. I had chills. Like I just, I, this, this series, JLA knows how to leave a cliffhanger, but now we had the first two books back to back and now I'm just, and now we're, now we gotta wait. Yeah. I get, we get the prequel or like the Nikto story in the fall. But like, I I need some more of Kick-Ass Poppy. We need more Kick-Ass Poppy. Uh, so let's talk about Kick-Ass Poppy. Kick-Ass Poppy is a fucking god. G-O-D, period, full stop, step back. I When she goes, I was a god, I, I immediately thought of Aelin. She goes, I am a god. It just, you know, my love for Aelin. I think everybody knows their love for Aelin at this point. Um, talk about power and like holding on to it. Like she knew who she was. We love Poppy. And she admitted to herself because she kind of kept pushing it aside. Through the, oh, I'm not a god. I'm not even a deity. And, and Cass would keep telling her like, well, you're my goddess. Like you're the... And she didn't even say goddess. She was like, I am a god. It just recognizing that lack of pronoun in the symbol of god was all encompassing too i just thought about it uh so jess and i have not talked about this very much at all during the week we've had just like a lot going on so uh my favorite i mean i have a lot of favorite parts in this book but one of my favorite parts is when poppy learns she's Cass is taken right she comes back from meeting with isbeth Isbeth, and uh, she's going to confront Cass's mom, right? And uh, she walks in, and the two advisors are there, and one of them gives her respect, and then Gregory doesn't, and she's just like, I've had enough of this. I don't care if you fucking like me or not, but I am your queen. And and she just like, oh, she chews him out, and it's so Oh, it's perfect. I need more of this. I need more of that. I love it. And she goes, and then she was like, and not only am I a queen, I am a god. And you've been disrespecting me this entire time. Uh, that whole scene, I already like this whole book. I just kept thinking, 
I could visualize it so much. I visualize them in the tower, the, the, the mini coronation, the, the fight scenes when Poppy goes back to, to the Oak Ember, um, to talk to, you know, we find out King Jalara, um, and just like the savagery going on from the beginning to the end, really. And all I could think of is, please do not like passion flicks, take this and destroy it. I need HBO content. I need game of Thrones, um, level of (laughs) massacre and violence. It is, it's there. It's on the paper. You can't not visualize it. And, just uh, Poppy owning, like coming to terms with herself and respecting herself too, and not making it this thing to feel weak about. Uh, she is, she was just another heroine that I bow to. I love her so much. So and, much. And, and I told you, like, I go, you know, we're going to try Halloween again for 2021. I mean, I was Bryce last year. I go, this year I'm going to be Poppy. And that was before this book. Now, you know. Yeah, hands down, hands down. Um, Some things about, I love this book. I'm going to say that now. I love this book. There are some things that bother me about this book, though. And I feel like it'll be a kind of a common criticism. The fucking names. I have a problem with the names. God, Malik, Malek, Ileana. (laughs) We just had that. We just talked about Ileana, Ileana, (laughs) Nyctos. Nectus. (laughs) Nectus. <laughs> did you pick up on that one? I did. It's like, what the fuck is this? There are other names. And, and then I wonder, I don't know if it's because typically with reading, you see it on the page, so it might not be processed similar, similarly. But hearing it, I remember at one point in the beginning of the book, I go, oh, my gosh, Cass's brother is her dad or something. And you go, no, that's Malik. That Malik, not Malik. Malik. Because <laughs> we were doing the audio. At one point, I go, you know what? I'm just going to match the audio with the reading because it's going to throw me off because of just what we're listening to. And the audio. Let's give... Oh, let's give the praise where the praise is due. Stina Nielsen does the absolute most with this. Oh, my God. In the best way possible. Like everything, everything. She acted her ass off and it's she doesn't stop the entire way through. She does not stop. It's amazing. And it just brings the characters that much more to life. And, you know, I was trying to imagine what it would must be like for her in the recording studio, right? Because she, she's got to, like, flip back. You know, she's reading, like, line by line. It's not like she's reading all of Poppy's stuff and then going back in and reading all of Cass's stuff. Like, you, you're just reading the page. Like, you have yeah. to switch your, your accents and your voices. And, like, you have to do that as you go through. So I just am astounded by her talent and the way that she reads Cass and Poppy is just stunning. Stunning. I love it so much. So Stina Nielsen, all all praise. When you read a book and it's not the audio version, do you give the characters different voices in your head? It's been so long, I can't remember. No. No. No, right? No, so I don't. I, I, do, I do like the audio version, like when the narrator gives the characters different voices because there are audiobooks where they just 
read as is. Yeah, fucking flat. I like that Castile in the audio has like a slight accent, right? So hot. He's just, I mean, he's just hot in this whole book. Like no matter what, whether they're talking about strategizing or, you know, things he wants to do to Poppy or teasing her. I mean, that man, he literally can do no wrong. No wrong. And it was funny because I was reading this book this week and then I was driving, you know, with my stuff going on and Cardi B's up comes on and I go, so, you know, I'm just like, I was like, you know, singing at it. And there's this line that Cardi goes, if this person had a twin, I would let him run a train. And I'm thinking about it. And now I'm also reading this book this week and I'm like, I understand this now. I understand this lyric. It's like, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Castile is just, he's beyond, right? Like, we all have our book significant others, but he is really climbing up there. Every new book we get with him, he just goes like a notch higher. Okay. 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 (laughs) Otherwise, we're going to go just, I mean, which is fine. I could drown in the, the... But we can drown in the quotes and everything. We can drown in his liquid amber warm honey eyes. I'm going to just like, I should get, I should just get my daft boy fan and just (laughs) fan myself the entire episode. But one quote that really bothered me, and it wasn't from him. It was just from Poppy when she was like, you are my foundation that helps me stand. You are my walls and my roof, my shelter. You are my home. And you know how I feel about putting your your own self completely dependent on somebody else. And I think, um, I know it's just a book. I know we, you know, it's fantasy, whatever. But I have such a problem with that because when shit hits the fan and if that rug gets pulled out from under you, who do you have? You have to have some sort of strength in her in yourself. And I'm glad that Poppy finds that later on. But in the beginning of the book, when, you know, she's saying that, like, you're everything to me, like, you also have to be everything to yourself. And that was just, but then like, it's like that TikTok where you're like, oh, you know, I'm a feminist, I'm a feminist. And then you read books like this and you're like, did my feminism just go out the window? But no, because I have that critique. But I do love when she's like, he was beautiful, he's brave, he's accepting, he's kind, he's ferocious, but he's mine. And like her, I, when her jealousy pops up in the book, I go, okay, there we go. Like that's, that's relatable. I think we could all relate to, uh, excuse me, like, yeah, he's hot and he's mine. Like, step back. Uh, you know, that's a good point. I also kind of felt that way about the spice. The spice was good. Obviously, it's an excellent spice level. But like, how many times do we have to have them fuck and be like, I love you. You're my everything. <laughs> you and I together will defeat everything. And can't they uh, just fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I don't sometimes sometimes I don't need the I love you. I love you. You're my everything. You complete me bullshit. Sometimes you just want to get railed over a desk, which she does get. Yeah, which is this? Okay, that scene where Wait, which um, one? Wait, you're talking about the, with the Will Collins diary? I'm was talking about the diary. <laughs> I love that. That is so much fun. I, I I just loved it. I was like I was like this the whole time. I have my hands just like on my face. I'm like, oh my god. Um, I was that was that was so like I I was happy for her. 
I was happy for me in that moment too, because I was like, yes, for real. And, and I like that. Um, like, uh, Willa is a real person. She's alive and thriving and she's old and she's powerful. And she knows that Poppy has read her diary and she, she knows like how, how did you, how did she know? Was it I just because she's just, a seer? I, I think just because Poppy's super fucking awkward about it around she's her. Like, oh, Willa. And she's like, you're on my diary, did you? Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I know where it is. I know where you were. Yeah. I, then, I love it. I love it. I, I do. And I do love how much Cass acknowledges the book, too. He's like, I love that fucking book. I love that fucking book. It's like, read me your favorite scene. Like, or he's like, just oh, pick a page. Or like when they're at the beach. Oh, they're at the beach. Okay, let's talk about the beach. <laughs> let's talk about the beach. Let's preference this. Okay, I am salty about the lack of joining. I'm salty about it. I'm mad about it. I wanted a joining. I can see where they're going with it, and I can see where we'll get it later. But, fuck. Everybody wanted a joining in this book. I'm just kind of proud of myself from a previous episode where I go, wait, so she never said there was the joining. This is just speculation. However, yeah, there still wasn't a joining. But then there's a part where um, where Cass and Poppy are crowned like queen and king. And Kieran comes in and he's like, you wanted to see me? And they're going to talk about him being the advisor. And he immediately was like, oh, is this about the joining? Like he, they, like they, they, it's set up to know that there's a joining and then Isbeth, I won't say Ileana to like not confuse myself. Isbeth makes a comment of who's joined to you. And she goes, they all are. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a joining down the line. I think so. I think so. To like strengthen everything that's going on. Oh, okay. Okay. I think there's going to be a joining later on because Poppy is eternal, right? She's a God. Castile yeah. is long, is long lived. He's not uh-huh. eternal. So, and and then Kieran is bonded to Poppy, to Poppy. so he'll stay alive as long as she's alive. And, yeah. yeah. So I that think so too. that's going to be that will be the situation there. That'll. I mean, I don't know if it'll happen in the fourth book or you know, or not the fourth. You know, the next one for this. Um, but it has to happen at this point because there's especially like with the way they love each other. There's no way she's like I'm not going to be a goddess and not have. Castile by my side this entire time. Like, no, that's not how this is. Yeah. Or, you know, they get him back and he's dying and they have to, there's, it's there. It's there. It's there. You know, it's going to happen, but maybe that's why she didn't write it. She knew what the people wanted. And so she's like giving us a taste for more later. Or, or, and this just occurred to me, she's using the beach scene to kind of ramp up Poppy's experience. So that, like, she sees a foursome. She sees, like, all the sucking and fucking. She's aware of it. So it's not just like, okay, she's a virgin now who's, who's like, never, never given head before. And then, and then, (laughs) you know, she couldn't just get thrust into a threesome. So I think it's, like, kind of a slow build up. Exposure. Also, that it's all consensual. Like, it's all, you know, and, and, Castile keeps saying like, oh, you know, we're really into public displays of affection. And is that what you had in mind? And like, she's, she's already very inquisitive and she's just kind of like dipping her toes in the water for certain things. So, but this is a good example of why I really hate when authors do excerpts, right? 
because it was all that build up for fucking nothing. The, yeah, the foursome thing was just about was Willa Collins. It was just a scene from Willa Collins' diary that they were talking about. Yeah, it was nothing. So I really hate when authors do that to try to like build hype. Of course, I know why, but it never makes sense in the context of like the whole book. You know, it's just like you can pull an excerpt from anything and make it mean something. I don't know. I mean, yes, yes, entirely with this book. But I think with Akasif, it was a little bit like we knew where the context was, with the exception of Cass in the library with Nesta. Right. I think everything else is like pretty straightforward. Like you knew as was saying it and we were excited. We just wanted to know the bigger picture. Like I didn't feel like we were misled. And I also feel like in, in the Silver Flames situation, when Sarah doing those excerpts, we're so familiar with the characters and the places and the story and their personalities and how they interact with each other that it was like, okay. But with this, it's new still. There's still like new stuff going on. Um, it, it, it's just, it just hits different. And we get new characters, but I feel like there's still, you bring up a good point where Sarah, we know, we know the characters. I mean, we've given them personalities on TikTok at this point. Um and now it's very much a, yeah, we have characters, but we still really only know Poppy, Castile, and Kieran, more or less. And Alistair, but like we always, we always knew Alistair was sus. Yeah. Like, capital so S U S. <laughs> like, and here we are. Here we fucking are. And, you know, and I, Okay, so so Alistair Alistair is part of that group that is like the 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 like radicals, right? Like they think Poppy's evil and she's gonna like take over because of, you know what I think? I I feel like they're just the old farts of the kingdom, like the old men that are just like, oh, we don't want this new outsider child. The court is kind of like that too with some of the older members, mm-hmm. like. Gregory's like that. I, and I say some because men, I felt, though, men, yeah. because Willa is not like that. No, and neither was the female who was taking the place of Jasper. I mean, right. granted, she's woven, but the, but the court for um, Atlantia is also more diverse. Right. Like in who they were, they were like, we have an Atlantean, we have like, like a mortal, they have, they have Rose who is mortal, who's the cast, the palace manager. Yeah. You know, like there's just more acceptance there. I don't know if that, I mean, I don't know, just like from what I was reading with this book. Yeah. You you make a good point. It's all old, probably old men that are pissy because, and, and, and the women are not pissy. Willa is one of the oldest people that are that's there. And she's like, no, she's the fucking queen. Like, what is wrong with you? And I like that even Castile's mom never hesitates. Right. She's like, no, you are queen. And I and I like how Castile's mom does not let Poppy go on her bullshit. Right. She calls out Poppy on her bullshit every single time. And then it's nice at the very end where it comes full circle where Poppy calls out her on her bullshit. I remember um, when they're having that walk in the garden and E. Loana. Yeah. I'm going to call her Ellie. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be fucking easier. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to do that now. So Ellie takes Poppy out to the garden and she goes, I can imagine. Oh, because they're talking about like 
Poppy's just been freed. She's not under the ascendant anymore. She's no longer the maiden. And then Ellie goes, I can imagine your need for freedom and control over your life, but frankly, I don't care. And that may sound cruel and may, and many, and like many horrific things are forced upon people throughout their lives, their freedoms, their choices, they're unfairly stripped from them, but their tragedies are no greater than yours and yours is no greater than theirs. I I put down the book for a hot second just to send you a reaction thing because how often do we see that? Like how often do we see somebody being called on their shit and you're like, Ooh, she's right. And you know, it's, it, it's just like, it's a moment of reflectiveness. And I remember there was like something I was really upset about in therapy. And I was just like, of course, like your issues and your traumas are your own. And I'm not, um, and, and I'm not dismissing them whatsoever. But like my, my therapist at one point was like, you know, I had a previous client who came in for like this other terrible thing. And I was like, well, now I feel like we should just cancel our session because now like my, uh, mine seems my, my, like how I'm feeling right now seems so insignificant compared to like what this other um, patient was going through. And he's like, no, but that's not the point. The point is your traumas are your traumas. However, like people are still going through their own shit. Like, and I thought that was really interesting for Ellie to, to say like, yeah, everyone's going to go through their own shit, but everybody's going through their own shit. Like, it's not just you. And I thought that was really important for her to say. It is really important for her to say. And it's really important for Poppy to hear. Yeah, because, you know, and, and we love Cass, but he does have rose colored glasses when it comes to Poppy at times. She can do no wrong, even if it's wrong. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Oh my God. When, when Isbeth has Poppy, right? And, and she's like just murdered Ian and it's that whole thing. And like Poppy is being, and Castile goes, you want the kingdom? Let her go. You can have it. I was going to kill him. I was going to kill him. I was going to walk into the pages and fucking <laughs> strangle him. What are you doing? It doesn't surprise me that he did that, but I was just like, no, no, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do, that. do that. It's the bigger picture that we always like, of course, from like the the romantic part of me is like, oh, but like the actual part of me is like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. And my uh, God, but then I almost think Poppy was about to do that once she re- she was about to storm Oak Amber again. And Kieran had to stop her. He was pushing her away. And it was the the rev revenant handmaiden who goes hold on are you really mad at these people and like it kind of had to like pull her back in because because i do understand i love that poppy is a act now question later kind of person because you've even brought that up because so often we kind of internalize things but she did have to be forced to take a step back because it's not just her anymore. It is about the she and she's not just a princess anymore. She is a queen. She is the queen of Atlantia and a god. She can't just act all the time anymore. And it's and I think that is what helps her put her in that political position of understanding the bigger picture. And, you know, it, it just kind of frustrates me with Cass, too, because he did this before. He did this when he ascended, I'm putting that in quotes, uh, Poppy. Right. When, when in the battlefield. And I love that battle. I love that battle so much. Like you said, you can visualize it. I can absolutely visualize it. Um, uh, just it has the same energy as when um, 
Cass and Azrael land on the ice when Feyre and Lucian are running and that, like Cass showing up with, with uh, Kieran when she's like strapped to the table with the bones on her is the same energy. And in that battle, I also really, really love that uh, Castile's dad is fighting with him. Yeah. Right. I really thought that was so sweet. And then he, she goes, thank you for coming to save me. And she thanks them. She was thanking yeah. everybody. And she was just really surprised because she knew like how their relationship, like the introduction started and, and he goes, your family of why wouldn't I be here for you? I just, I do. I love, you could see it slowly developing almost more like her relationship with Valen is going to be, is, is going to be important. Like she's going to seek her relationship with Ellie. Well, maybe not now, but initially she's like, this is going to be the person that I'm going to seek a lot of advice. But Valen, I think probably she's always been around more men in her upbringing. And when you think of Victor, like her relationship with Victor, um, I think she's going to kind of see Valen like that because he's like, I see the way my son looks at you. I know the love that he has for you. He's just kind of like, he's the new father role in her life um, that she gets to have. And I think that's really special. Even at the end, he's like, can you promise me something? Can you just give my, when you see Malik before, uh, if you see Malik before I do, you give him a quick death. Like he just, I think he understands the balance of being a ruler of, of a kingdom as well as the love that he has for his significant other, because he does love Ellie the way that, um, you know, the way Castile loves Poppy in their own way. It's just like been hundreds of years. So it's probably, I don't want to say it's fizzled because it hasn't. We just don't see it. But like, it's deep there, you know? He didn't have another love before her. Ellie's still like, she's like, shit, I think I probably never really got over Malek. Ugh, that, wait, okay. I, I, want, I want to talk about that, but I, I still want to, <laughs> I, I still want to talk about Cass ascending Poppy. Um, because, because Valen is there too. And Valen is screaming at Cass to not mm-hmm. do this, right? Cause it's history repeating itself. I, absolutely. You, we already know that yeah. st- world building part of it. And, and really it is exactly history repeating itself. Uh, cause we find out later that Isbeth is not ascended. She's not a vampire. Uh, she's something else. Of course, we know that she's Poppy's mother as well, but Poppy, becomes ascended quote quote and she is also something else but like the you know Cass is doing it and what the the earth rumbles right and like all this there's like vines and trees trying to like pull her I didn't know if they were pulling her like and she because the way I imagined it like the roots came up and caged them and I didn't know if the roots were trying to at first I didn't think it was going to pull them in and then I go what if they're protect it's like the earth protecting poppy and Cass from anybody else like interfering this because like in hindsight now that we know that she's a god um it was like the earth's you know the gods or whatever way of saying we need to protect this ascension if you will right and then she wakes up and um oh sucks and sucks Sucks and fucks Cass with Kieran in the room. In the room. <laughs> he's, he's in the room. He's watching. My, my face was so... I sent you my reaction. You even sent it back to me. Yeah. You were like, here's my reaction. Here's mine. <laughs> I was like, I holy really, shit. I really was like, oh, 
is Kieran in the room? I go, well, he hasn't said anything. So he might have been he like, must have left is what I thought. Yeah. He must have left at some point and he didn't. And then he's just like, you're taking too much. It's like, whoa, where are you? <laughs> Out of left field. Out of left. And like, what is he? And like, Kieran, like, what are you? Are you just like in a reading chair in the corner? Are you just like glancing up from the paper looking like you done yet? Like, or are you just like. As she's like riding him. Right. Is it that's. <sighs> Right. She's what the way that I, yeah, she's on top, but she's also like sucking blood from him. Yeah. But also fucking him at the same time. Yeah. Which Cass loves. Of course. Yeah. And Kieran is, oh my God. But then it's not even like that they're, it's not even that they're like hooking up. It's like Kieran is there just watching the whole, that, that, you know. It's as close to the joining as we're going to get. To each their own, if that's what people are into, like, I, I'm not going to judge you. I'm just judging for myself. If that were me, I would be. And I mean, Poppy even came out. She was like, I'm so embarrassed. And then, and then, um, Kieran like teases her about it too. <laughs> well, and then the beach. So let's, let's talk about the beach. Yeah. Uh, Poppy cannot take her eyes off of Kieran getting a blowjob on the beach. And that is okay. First of all, Kieran is gorgeous, so I probably would look, too, if this big public setting, they're just, like, on the beach, right? Well, let's just remember, like, the other, our last, like, our our Kingdom of Flesh and Fire episode, we were like, oh, Reggie Jean Page should play Kieran, and then you think about episode six on and i was like well i was i was watching (laughs) bridgerton i was watching kieran do all that stuff too i guess like we were watching him you know come into a napkin so (laughs) we can watch him (laughs) get sucked on the beach i guess poppy (laughs) and i like that kieran brings it up he's like you were watching me on the beach and she's like oh god (laughs) well and then like Cass is obviously like you like that and you know I don't know well they get frisky on the beach too in public in front of everybody oh yeah yeah he was like slipping his hand under her dress and stuff and then Mm -hmm. she's like I want to take you she's like I want to go somewhere and he's like uh you sure and she's like no yeah for her first blowjob which I think is hysterical because Castile stops her he's like I'm not gonna last long and I'm not sure if you know what to do when that happens she's like oh i know what to do i was like do you poppy oh <laughs> i you know sometimes- <laughs> I'm just like, there's certain things where i'm like i i just <laughs> i don't know how poppy's mind works um but like they've obviously slept together and she knows what happens when he finishes so why wouldn't she know <laughs> What would happen if she was going down on him? I don't know. I think Cass just wanted confirmation that she was a swallow, not a spit. (laughs) What's the other reason for saying that? You know, he says it in such a a classy way. I mean, the way he he delivers things. Well, that's Stina. That's all Stina. We love men <laughs> written by women. Oh, can they exist, please? Can they please exist in real life. Uh, okay, let's okay, let's move on. <laughs> sure, let's move on. And I want to talk about 
People have said that the info dump in this book has turned them off of it, and that it's very difficult to follow, and that they are very confused about what's happening. I do not feel that way at all. I don't feel that way. I think it was almost, in a way, helpful because there was a lot of stuff that I either forgot or it had like I was still confused after the second, like after the first two books. So it helped me understand things more. Something I'm still confused about is okay, Malek was never fully killed because he was a god or whatever. And Ellie said that she entombed him. And then they were like, oh my God, did he get out? And they're like, no, 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 he didn't get out. But Isbeth has been around this whole time. She never died. We find out that Isbeth is also Poppy's mother. We also know Poppy is 19. So where is Malek? Where, at what point did Isbeth sleep with Malek to be impregnated with Poppy 19 years ago? That didn't happen because Malek is oh, not because Poppy's it was his, father. It was his twin. It was his twin. Oh, that's right. Oh, the, cave completely... cat, the cave cat shifter that is locked up in is the is okay, her father. That's right. Okay, that's right. I'm like, you know, I'm getting like he kind of looked like, and maybe this is just based on like r- fan art. Because they're like he has long hair, blah blah blah. Are you blah. getting Gabriel like, vibes? I was getting Lucian. Lucian vibes. Oh. Okay. No, because he's red hair. Yeah. See, I, I said the red hair reminds me of like Fox, but he was in a cat. So then I was thinking of Gabriel, because he's a lion. That's cat. Mm. I imagine the cats like like Black Panthers. Cave cats, yeah. God, you know, I'm so glad that that cave cat thing paid off because I was so fucking sick of her repeating it all the time. I saw a cave cat. You knew it was going to be something. And they were like, that's not what you saw. And she's, you know, and Poppy's like, no, like, I know what I saw that it, it, it was a cave cat. They, they're they like, they've they've been dead for hundreds of years. Maybe the cave cats themselves have been dead for hundreds of years. But we know that he was, you know, Eris Iris. I think it's Iris. Yeah. Iris, the shifter, Eris. It was an Eris. It's not Eris. Yeah, it, no, it's an I. I R E S. Iris. Eh. Uh, yeah. So okay, okay. My this is gonna this is controversial. My favorite character so far is Isbeth. I love Isbeth. She is fascinating to me. I would want to play her if like if I had any talent and I don't, I would want to play her because I think it would be so much fun. I think it would be fun, Isbeth. When she was, like, giving her some of her, like, delivery and, like, what she was announcing to everybody, it reminded me very much of Amarantha. Um, Her taking Cass, I was just like, oh, my God. And knowing what she had, she punished her stepson, essentially. Or no, no. I take that back. No. No. They're, no. Yeah, they're yeah, not related. No, no, no. They're not related. Um, Imagine... Amarantha, like, I'm sure there's, like, a fanfic out there somewhere. If Reese got recaptured by Amarantha, enduring everything, like, one of those, like, what if, like, this is how everything spun off. Um, But I will say, you hear her backstory, and the two immediate cliches that come to mind was Hell Hath No Fury, like a woman scorn, and Revenge is a dish best served cold. Like, relatable, I get it totally would do the same thing um and you almost feel for her understanding oh shit like this isn't unwarranted and then it makes you think like castile's brother um malik he's like 
I'm on her side basically. And I don't think he's ascended. He's like literally choosing to be on her side after knowing what his mom does. And it, it also reminded me of, you know, the quote, you either live long enough to die the hero or, or you become the villain, you become the villain. That's what this kind of reminded me of. Oh, sure. Because, okay, let's be very clear here. All of this started because Castile's mom was jealous. She was je- no, yeah, that's, that's what it. it is. That's she literally all it is. She poisoned. She Isbeth. poisoned Isbeth with Belladonna. Mm-hmm. Malek wasn't having it. He went to ascend her, and because of who she was, and we she don't had, know exactly what that is. Um, she didn't become like a full vampire, and even Isbeth said she's like all she they needed to do was like renounce their actions and give me my son and ellie was just like her she straight up said it was my ego you know this person like look at what malek was doing for her like he never he loved me but not as much as he loved her he confided in isbeth and 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 ellie says like that stings more than it should right and even now when she found out she did yeah and i just it's so i i get it. I get both. I get both sides of it. And I say that because I've been in that situation where you're just like gut punched. You're like, this person just came along and how can you love her more than me? What about our time spent together? Like it's, it, it fucking sucks. Like it, you know, it is a gut punch. So like, I get where I get where both sides are coming from. I do. I can't, I can't, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not, you know, but I, I'm not saying I just, it's relatable. (laughs) I do really hate, though, that it's two women fighting over a man yeah. that started a war. I hate that. Like, why, like, why did it have to be that? Like, yeah, th- there could have been some other plot device than making women fight each other. At its core, it's two women fighting, mad at each other for a, a man's choices. Over a man, yeah. Not just a man, but his choices. It's like when you have two, it's like when you get mad at the other woman in the relationship if she didn't know, especially if she didn't know, you can't get mad at her. She didn't know. Like, be mad at the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't like that. And um, to kind of piggyback off of that, I don't like the ending. I mean, I like the ending of this book, but I don't like the ending of this book because Poppy is, um, you know, she's going to war. Yes, obviously. But like, I'm going to get my man back. Like, that is not the priority, Poppy. The priority, as the, the theme of this book, is like the, the greater good, the bigger picture. It's like the bigger picture is not getting your husband back. The bigger picture is toppling the blood crown, you know? And like she says over and over uh, that she's a god. Castile is not. She can do it on her own. She commands an army of woven and an army of dragons. Dragons! Ah, I love the dragon showed up. Oh, my God. Nectos. But, you know, and then uh, we've got to find Nectos's daughter and then um, and then Poppy's father. They, you know, we've got to find all those people and the dragons are out there to find those two. And that's why, you know, because they're being held and that's why they're working with Poppy and like this whole thing. And I just I really hope we get like a 
good battle scene payoff. Like I just, I think with the combination of the woven, I'm probably like, I'm thinking of Fenris. And then with the, with the Draken, I'm obviously thinking of like the Wyverns and I, in my head, this could be a huge kingdom of ash level battle in my head. Um, But I I just, it's not going to go there. Like, I don't know. Kingdom of Ash is just like top tier for me. Um, There's still, like, you can't hide a wyvern. You can't hide these dragons. I will say the dragons are smaller than I thought. She was like, oh, they're the size, the the length of six horses. Yeah. I was expecting them to be a lot bigger, like Game of Thrones type dragons. Yeah. Alas. Uh, But we'll take what we can get, right? We always want a dragon. Dragons are fucking rad. I... Yeah, they're they're rad. I, I was going off a different topic. I don't want that to be like I don't know about like, I don't really dragons. Like dragons. No, I love dragons. No, um, but it was just from my like. I'm just thinking about the whole women fighting over a man. But then there's the parts where I, I think of how Poppy truly sees Castile as her equal. She wants it represented in their crests. I hate you know? that. I hate that. I don't like that. And even the Wolven were like, uh, we will, you're going to be taking power. So we would have the arrow. The arrow is the queen. The sword is the king. The arrow would be bigger. And she's like, no, we're, we're equals. But they aren't. They aren't equal. Yeah, exactly. They aren't equal. Like Poppy, make it like three centimeters taller. Like, come (laughs) on. Like, be proud. You don't need exactly and you notice that in the coronation because they're like you know they have like please rise they like obviously like they knight castile as king and then they have uh poppy as queen and then they announce their titles and she goes first and she makes a comment of like how surprised she was that they announced her um you know poppy balfour denier queen of flesh and fire and and castile as king and she just makes a con- and I, I know that's probably part of like growing up in Casadonia and just being part of the ascendant and it's so like patriarchal rule, but like she she's just constantly she's thinking how, she she's just doesn't un- realize her power like she's still trying to be I can't even say humble she's in denial. It also really. <laughs> I'm sorry, this crest thing really annoys me. But the other thing that really annoys me is when she's talking to Rose and she's like, I'd like the crest change. And Rose is like, okay, well, I'll let literally everybody know in the city that they're going to have a shitload of work to do because you want this one thing that is going to change. And, you know, we have to restitch the leather and recarve the most, you know, I was just like, fuck you, Poppy. This, this is not important right now. Well, well, in fairness, Poppy did say she's like, it doesn't have to be done now. It's just like something that can be done eventually. Like she's there's no rush delivery on it. But it's like why then why bring it up? Yeah. Like why? Why? I, I just I don't know. I don't know. I am just so for a powerful female main character that doesn't doubt herself and like doesn't need a man but has one and they have a loving relationship right i'm all for that but i just want somebody like aelin to be like i'm the most fucking powerful and you know you are a king consort like me me first 
and struts and knows and owns every single facet of that power. Yeah, I just I want that. And yeah, the the uh, yeah, the, the, the crust just bothers me. It's also why is the man the sword? Is it because of the the man has a penis and a sword is a big <laughs> extension of a dick? I don't know. That bothered me, too. And like a, an arrow is like what daintier? I don't know. It has a smaller tip. I don't know. <laughs> It bothered me. These little little things. No, but that makes sense. It's like it absolutely makes sense. Um, especially like when you if you want to refer to things like with the male gaze, you know, that's exactly what this is, an extension of that. Which is weird when it's a female writer. Yeah. Right. Like, or is it like, or, or are you like, oh, well, the sword it's for, f-, or, but it still, it falls into like a, a, a typical, um, preset notion of, oh, the, the sword is for the man because the man is the one who's fighting and all this. And, and that's one of the things that I love that um, Cass says at a certain point where he's like, I understand the need for her to like not only can she defend herself she needs to be able to you your need to defend yourself is greater than like my fear and i like that he does make it a point that she needs to fight she needs to learn to fight because he's also not always going to be there as much as he wants to like he likes the idea that she can fight her own battles you know and not be like oh where's poppy like he's going to still be concerned but he knows she can handle her own and he even tells her at one point when they were getting attacked by the unseen again He's like, take them all out. Yeah, oh, that was a sense such of pride a great. There. That was yeah. a great scene. Oh, so good. And also, I like that. Um, yeah, you because know, th- that happens pretty early on when they're getting attacked by the unseen. I think the first time, the first time, yes, and then again on the way. Yeah, and she doesn't want anyone to get hurt, so that's when she uses her power. Uh, I like that at the at the very end, um, before Poppy kills um king jalara she's like i don't have to think about it i don't have to wait build it up i i I just do i just am and um and jess i mentioned this to you earlier i really like that this book did not have a fucking training montage no one was teaching poppy how to become a god and use her powers she did it on her own and it was just like this quick like i trained myself how to fight like a god and i did this this and this it wasn't this whole thing and i like that and i love that you see the training like the fake training montage of just her acknowledging her training herself as a god but she was doing that even earlier on in the book when she was realizing her connection with the woven and she goes when everybody was resting she would like check she would like focus her her powers in like understanding their essence and their sense and then she was learning like with that she was learning their names and then forming the connections with each one of them individually so she can like strengthen her like these this power that she has with the with the woven and use that later on so she doesn't she could like just check in with her people in a way yeah that uh, is really good as i said in the beginning refreshing very refreshing. Ugh, it's it's good. I mean, obviously, I have problems with it, but it's it's very good. I was stoked at the end of this. It was just like, oh, it's another really good read. Ooh. We haven't talked about Ian at all. Oh yeah. Did you think that he like what what was your thoughts with his reveal? I remember I was listening to it, and I was also playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 
And I, I was trying to like burn these silos in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I had to like shoot this arrow. I had to set this arrow on fire and then I had to shoot these silos to burn them down. And it was making a lot of noise. It was like, crack, you know, fire is like crackling. And I was like, okay, this is really important because Ian is here. I need to pay attention. So I had to put the game down. Um, I, I like Ian. I like how Stina... I like how Stina does the the voices for the revenants and for Ian and for the king. She gives them a very like hard kind of American accent. I don't know if you noticed that to yeah, like di- differentiate it- between everybody else. And um, I, I think there's something to that. Like there's a reason for that. Why the revenants are so like hard American accents and like why <laughs> Ian was like that too. Because Poppy's not like that. I was surprised. I was surprised. I wasn't expecting Ian. And I was like, is he ascended? Is he ascended? And he was, you know, so there was that. But also, you know, he was still kind of in there. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. And I and I want to go back into that, I guess, because they were saying that the ascended, it kind of depends on how you were as a person, right? If you were a good person. Yeah, that was interesting to find out later. Yeah. Because, like, if you were a good person, like a really good person, then you kind of retain some of that when you become ascended, and that helps you control your hunger. I I was not clear. Or given a personality, it seems. Yeah. Like, cause, because the one, the, the revenant handmaiden goes, I liked him. He was different than the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that goes back to a conversation that Poppy has with, I don't know, fucking someone where they're like, are you just going to like burn all the ascended? She's like, no, you know, they're not all bad. Some of them can control their hunger. Like we should give them a, a chance. Uh, and then like later, she's like, no, I'm going to fucking murder all of them. But then when when Isbeth, she goes, look what you made me do. He was like a son to me. Bitch, nobody made you do it. You killed him yourself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. I don't I I I really like Isbeth. I think she's a very Okay. Oh. Okay. Something that really didn't set like sit right with me is when Isbeth's like great reveal, right? We got Cass there, we got Kieran there, we got Poppy, we got Ian. Uh is Tawny? Yeah, Tawny's in there. Tawny's there, yeah. Tawny's there. Um and 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 Isbeth comes in and they're describing her, right? And she sounds gorgeous. But then she has, then they say that she has a jet nose ring. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. And I was like, wait, why? That's a weird detail to put on this like big bad villain. Okay. Like, are we demonizing nose rings now? Is that like a weird thing? I don't know. It just, it was like a really strange detail that didn't need to be there. Nose ring. It's just like, why? Like, why? I don't know. It just it it like just nose rings are like are part of like the evil description. Yeah, like the evil people wear nose rings, <laughs> or the evil queen wears a nose ring, and is I just it was a weird detail that I didn't think was necessary that was jarring to me. That made me go, "What?" I didn't even pick up on that. I didn't even remember that description. Well, the, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm probably one of the only ones. It's just like it's so fucking weird. What did you think of Elysium? Like I visualized um, like the Parthenon or the Acropolis where Acropolis um, when 
they were they were where Nectus was like sleeping and then a trail of diamonds and Nectos was at the stairs. Like I just imagine this beautiful Greek architecture. Like it was very Athensy to me. Well, yeah, because I have to think that Elysium is actually just Elysium. Right. Which, you know, which is paradise in Greek, Greek mythology. I don't want to fuck that up, um, but I'm pretty you were in Elysium, Roman, pretty sure, because uh, that's what um, Maximus says in Gladiator. You were in Elysium. So <laughs> it must be Elysium. Uh, Elysium, Elysium. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the fuck with the names. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, stunning, right? I, Although I didn't like uh, when they were walking on the diamonds and they were like crunching them. I was just, I, it made me think of like stepping on bugs or something. I was just like, e- 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 skeeve me out. Diamonds? Diamonds? <laughs> what like, are we crushing diamonds for? How are we being? So like, oh, these are just diamonds and they're so casual about it. Like, I, I forget how they're made by the gods. Like, gods when they're upset or cry or something i hope kieran was behind there with like a bucket just taking a bunch of (laughs) right and they're acting like we see diamonds all the time they don't have diamonds anywhere else so why are we being so casual that you literally have a trail of diamond ah Where's Poppy and her engagement ring? Where's her queen ring? Like, yeah, just pick one. Damn. Out. And then they're talking about, oh, King Jalara and his his crown of rubies. Fuck your rubies. Give me those diamonds. Yeah, for real. I don't know. That's just the practical <laughs> side of the two of us being like, pick up all those fucking diamonds. <laughs> I like when the boat, like the, the skeletons rise up, right? That's kind of cool. I really like that. Um, it was very Jason and the Argonauts for me. I dug it. Yes. And then, oh, that's such a good comparison. I didn't even think of that till you said it. Um, I like that they couldn't, Delano gives, just like makes me chuckle. He reminds, he gives, he reminds me of Fenris so much because they were trying to kill them. And clearly he just like tries to cut off a head. He's like, you can't cut off the head. You can't cut off the head. It's just like, because I know Delano is also the one who in the last book, they're like, oh, gonna get stabbed definitely gonna get stabbed like his just little one-offs it just reminds me of Fenris and it puts such a but like in his own way because obviously like he's more talkative than Fenris um I never thought that I would like side characters the way that I do but he grows on you he's so and he's so loyal to to Poppy I mean they all are but obviously like there's going to be certain woven who have um that they have more of an affinity towards her and vice versa and I I initially thought when they were talking about advisors and I thought like each person needed their advisor. So did I, yeah. I thought she was either going to say, I, I thought she was going to say Delano or she was just going to say Veneta. Um, but I really thought that it was like, it was going to be those two, which I thought I would have, wouldn't mind. Like there's like a head advisor and like subsidiary advisors, but. <laughs> yeah, so Elysium, fucking same. All these uh, words. Oh, these fucking words. I, I like it. I like the whole thing. I like when uh, Nyctos was just just laid it out. I, I like that a lot. He was just like, nah, this is what it is. Um, yeah. And I also really liked where he was. Where he was like, I remember you. I gave you my blessing at your wedding. Yeah. It was like, oh. He's like, I was sleeping. I, I kind of felt like I was sleeping, but like. You, that fucking woke up. You woke me up. And I was just like, yeah, you're fine. 
<laughs> I, I liked that. I kind of liked his attitude. I am excited to find out more about him and his consort. You think we'll get a name with this book in the fall, like the consort's yes. name? Yes, and I think that name has been released. Oh. Yes. Okay. I've read a name that has been associated with these books and that book and Nick Dose, but I, I don't know where I can. I'll just, Serafina oh. is the name. And I heard that she was a very difficult character for JLA to write. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I wonder what makes it difficult. Don't know. I know. Like, I, I'm just like being rhetorical. I'm not know. asking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Because she, she's written so many books. I, I wonder. Yeah. You're right. I wonder what makes her like more difficult than the others. I'm interested to hear her story, though. I kind of thought the whole vampire thing would be more like predominant, I guess. Um, but I guess since we spent so much of the time in Atlantia and they aren't vampires, that it just like wasn't a thing. But I like it. I think it I think maybe that's what helps keep this fresh, um, because we said in our From Blooded Ash episode, we didn't see it coming. We were like, what? Well, like I didn't. I didn't see the vampires were coming. And it was just a really refreshing take on the whole idea of like vampires and werewolves and not feel and it didn't feel overdone so i feel like now in the third book because it's still not drilled on i'm i'm not tired of it yeah i think the only the no it wasn't even uh when poppy was being rescued in the very beginning she's like where's castile he's like i think he's like ripping out throats or something it's just like oh yeah when he talks about like ripping out the spine i was like this shouldn't why why is this hot why why this should not be hot what is wrong with me she's like oh she's expecting to see a heart she's like and i saw something white and i realized it was his i was like why? Why I'm so okay with this right now? I am so okay with this right now. I I was Ugh. on my walk when I listened to that part, and I go looking around. <laughs> it's like, can anybody hear this? Like, <laughs> shit! Oh, it's amazing. Oh, and when they're like, whenever they they're doing things, um, he's always biting her. I don't know which one. I'm not going to say a nipple. specific thing. Her every, nipple. Every, everything. He's like between her legs, on her boob, on her neck, blah, blah, blah. Like every place that he can put his mouth, he is about to bite. As somebody who suffers from sensitive boobies during that time of the month, I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I know, but I guess like. Oh, wait. Yeah. 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 I mean, she hasn't had hers yet. Oh, Castile. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Vampire Chronicles bought, no, what are they called? Um, Anne Rice. Anne Rice and her vampire oh, books. In like her vampire books. The vampires. Yeah. One of, one of the later ones, uh, Memnock, the Memnock one with Lestat. He uh, is dying and he needs to feed on somebody and he's like around this girl all the time and she's on her period and there's a very explicit scene where he like pulls her underwear down and sucks everything off of her pad and then ah yeah so it's been done before <laughs> i had no idea i've never read Anne rice and i still never watched interview with the vampire ah uh, i know i'm i'm in a bubble <laughs> interview with the vampire is fantastic christian slater tom cruise brad pitt and antonio right. banderas what else do you need 
Oh my God. I mean, peak 90s. Oh my God. I know. Peak 90s. What else do you need? You need nothing. <laughs> you need nothing. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. So that does happen. Also, uh, there's baby talk in this book, right? Uh, Stop you the presses. Saw my face yeah. when I was just like, la, 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 la. Why, her- why are we talking about babies and you're right her period has not been addressed and we have to assume that castile is still taking the tonic but i think it's mentioned that he's like still taking a tonic which okay like again like props to female writers for making men take the tonic go them yeah but there's baby talk and poppy's like i'm picturing castile holding a wee little baby i was just like no why why does every every marriage mean that you have to have can we normalize not wanting kids with somebody you love so much for one fucking second like that really really bothers me it really bothers me like why like i get it you can love somebody so much and want to have a baby with them great to each their own but you can still love somebody so much and not want a baby with them like why does it all like we have like that needs to be normalized and yeah. i thought we were there i was hoping we were there with reese and saying first off you don't have to do anything and we were like oh we we love you bow to him ah oh, it's just it's just a problem for me and that's not just that's not with this book that's it's across across the board yeah Yeah. it's it's across the board uh yeah i i hate that too obviously as a married person that is choosing to not have children for several reasons one of them just being because i don't want them (laughs) and you know what you don't need to like but you don't need to have reasons you cannot want them and that's it like that there shouldn't be you don't need to explain yourself nor should it have to be explained if you don't want like if I don't want waffles, I'm not going to go into this whole dialogue of why I don't want waffles. I just don't want waffles. Leave me alone. Yeah. And especially in this situation, about to go to war, you know, becoming a deity. Let's not even, like, talk about that. Like, you know, have more godchildren, half-godchildren. Uh, just, I don't need Or full that. if there's a joining. Right. then he's... Yeah, I don't need that. I don't I don't need any sort of baby talk right now. It's distracting and it makes me feel icky. And it's just it's not something like be queen first. Learn how to be queen. You're 19. Learn how to be a queen first. You have forever and immortal. Yeah, you don't. And that's and that I know that's a big feedback with Akasif, amongst other things with Thera is a little more than 21 at this point. And she has an eternity, essentially. She now, now, now she's stuck with a kid. Like she could have had it at the kid at a hundred. And I would have been like, okay, you know, you still have a long time, but at yeah, least like you're not 21. Like, yes. again, not against anybody who has kids who are young, but when you're looking at the bigger picture of like 900 plus years, thousands of years, like Willa, you have a little time on your hands. Yeah, it doesn't have to be right now before we go into battle with dragons and wolven and vampires. And like you said, like ruling a kingdom, like she she has openly said, I don't know how to be queen, but I can learn. And like the pieces are there for her to be a good queen. And it reminded me like when I used to, um, when I was a part, like when I did the hiring at my previous job, I would, I would so quickly, like, it's no surprise that I'm very like, nope, 
they they're not they're not cut for it. No, nope, thank you. I next, right? Thank you. Not next, a surprise. <laughs> not a surprise. And then I was like, but I was the person I'd be like, you know how people are with dating apps. You, like they just keep swiping left. Like that was me. I was like, no, you have to really stand out to me for me to want to pass you on because at that point it's also like if I'm hiring you that you become connected to my name because then you have like the bad apples who people will say like, who hired this person, you know? And I, I was not going to have that. And I had, I had a, a manager who would say, you can't teach nice or you can't, but he goes, you could always teach skill set." And I thought that was really important to remind myself of he's because we obviously we'd have like technical questions and I'd be like, oh, they didn't get it. And he's like, yeah, but you could teach that there's certain things you can't teach people. And that's what you need to look for. And I thought that was really, that was what her coming into like her queenness reminded me of. She's like, I don't know how to rule a kingdom. And Castile's like, I've been around it. He's like, but so have you, like, we can do this together. And I like that she reminded herself, she goes, I didn't make the decisions, but I was always listening when I was a maiden. So I knew like the little strategy plays that people would pay, uh, would play amongst each other, amongst the people of knowing who to confide in. And if you wanted people to know information, you're going to kind of like let that person eavesdrop. So, you know, it gets kind of filtered the way you're more in control than you think. Mm -hmm. And I like that she's picked up on that and applying uh, how even though she was cloistered as a maiden, she's also using that. She's starting to realize she could use that to her advantage. Oh, absolutely. I think it's really cute how Castile like wasn't quite sure if his crown would turn gold, right? He's like, oh, I'm so glad that my crown turned gold because I wanted a cool one like yours. But you can tell he was like, ooh, I hope it does. Yeah. Oh, I just, he's, oh, but that goes back to his like, his imposter syndrome of like, never feeling worthy enough, not just for her, but like life, like he just doesn't feel worthy. So at the very end of this book, Poppy sees a little carved horse that was like Castile's childhood toy or whatever. And she's taking it with her. Like she, it's said, like she picked it up, she put it in a pouch and she takes it with her on this mission to kill the king and send her message what do we think that's for? I think it is if Castile like needs a reminder when he gets out, you know, that she can like, you know, hear something. It's like, right. here I am. And like, here's a, like a, a tie to like your childhood or whatever to help him. That's why I think she's brought, bringing it. But yeah, I think it's for him. And cause you know, it, not only did she put it in the pouch, they make it a point later on that she takes it out and she moves it to another location. So like the attention is being drawn and it's the horse that um, Malik gave, made for Castile when they were little. He's like, I think this was like for my sixth birthday or something. He's a Gemini yeah. June 1st. Like oh, I was like, Oh, Poppy's birthday 420 is when the book was released. I thought that was so cute. I yeah. don't know if that was, pl- I'm sure it was planned, I'm sure, I'm sure it was planned. but I thought that was really sweet. She was like, pick a day in April. I was like, oh, is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? Ah, she did it. Yeah, she did. She mm-hmm. chill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do look forward to, I, I do want to see how I think he's going to be, he's not going to be in a good place, I think. It's going to be doubled down from what it was before. And it's going to be faster because it's not just him. And he's thinking of Poppy. I mean, Jalara already said that he goes, oh, you should have seen him when we like faked him out, making him think that what you we did dead. to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this poor man. He is like going through a thousand deaths 
thinking of like not being with Poppy. I just, and I'm sure there's like, he's going to have the, he, there's going to be a thing where he's probably going to be like emaciated at some point mm-hmm. and he's going to have the bloodlust for her. <gasps> oh, but then his bloodlust will be like God blood now. So that'll like maybe help them come back quicker. And then that'll help with the joining. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. These are all Who like, say? these are Who like, say? just like thinking out loud now. <laughs> well, just final thoughts on the book. What do you think? I like it. I'm ready for the next one. I don't like that. We have to wait till next year. Um, I'm mad. I, I'm not mad. I love reading. I'm mad when I get invested into these but I love them, these series and non-one-off books because now you're attached and you want more as opposed to like a one-off, you know, that it's like one and done on to the next. You don't get that because we're connected, but I love it so much. So that that's kind of my final thoughts. I'm excited. It's a good place to be. I wasn't crying. I wasn't like overwhelmed. I know a lot of people like loose reaction videos that I've kind of been scrolling past. People have been like, I'm overwhelmed. I need to do this. I don't, I, we're talking through it now. So, you know, I'm just excited. I'm not like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? You kind of see the direction that's going. You just got to wait for it. Yeah. No, I I agree with you completely. Uh, You can kind of see where it's going. It's really entertaining. I like it a lot. Entertaining. That's the right word. It is absolutely entertaining. It's completely entertaining. Are there problems? Yeah, there's problems. Is some of it kind of annoying? Yeah, some of it's kind of annoying. Is it hard to follow? No. I, I, as I said, totally disagree with people that say that it's too complex, that they didn't understand, like, who are these people? I, I feel like if you did a decent read through and didn't skip around and didn't speed read, then you have a solid foundation and none of this should have taken you by, like, surprise, really, you know, like, it, it all makes sense. The names are fucking confusing. And I can see where people would get confused about that because we were obviously confused about that, but we sorted it. Yeah, I like it. I like Poppy. I love Castile. I love Kieran. I want to have all three of them fuck. And that's where I stand. <laughs> it's a good place to stand. <laughs> it is a good place to stand. That's a hill I'll die on. One of many. <laughs> Just one giant hill and Just put one. like all the, all the stuff things. On. Yeah. All the things. <laughs> on that hill. Oh yeah. So thanks for listening this week. Next week we have our Six of Crows episode where we kind of go through of reading the duology or what really feels like one giant book. <laughs> and we'll go from there. Feel free to follow us on Instagram. Akafe podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Akafe Laura and Akafe Jessica. Laura is making me have such FOMO in her posts lately because she's enjoying her life in the Alps. And I just wish I was there and that Europe would open their borders for me. I feel like that TikTok sound. I was like, let me in. Let me in. I'm vaccinated. Please help. The weather's been nice. The weather's going to be shit all next week. So I will probably be inside filming weird TikToks, but it's very difficult, but I'm learning. Please be nice. Thanks again for listening and like laughing with us. We enjoy sharing our stories and like making new friends. So yay. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Bye.